Hi everyone, I'm Alex. I'm Maggie. And this is Socially Cause. The podcast for all things geek, nerd, TV, film and marriage. Yay! So today we're going to talk about something semi-serial. Yeah, a little bit serious. It's kind of serial, yeah. um, So it's it's Mental Health Awareness Week. Um, Yeah. And we wanted to... Talk about a couple of things around mental health awareness week. Um, we wanted to kind of this has been a topic that's been in our minds for a while to talk about, and every time we take breaks, it's usually because of our something like that, mental yeah. health problems. Yeah. And so, we wanted to talk about it in that context for a long while, and then we kept kind of putting it off because we didn't want it to be really sad or didn't want you guys to feel sorry for us. Um, but when it came to this week, and it's Mental Health Awareness Week right now, we thought, hey, this is probably a good time to talk about this. And um, we want to preface this by saying that we want this to be a positive podcast. We want to talk about our experience yeah. in the most positive way in terms of we want... This isn't going to be like, us just talking no. about how depressed we are or anything yeah. like that. It's going to be and talking anxiety, about but in general. Yeah, and we have a couple of things around that. There's also like... A little thing that we did at the weekend that mm-hmm. relates to it. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I think <laughs> to begin with, shall we introduce our mental health problems? Okay, um, so we're always quite open about this. We're not really that bothered about talking about it. So I suffer from depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and that comes with the occasional panic attack. Mm-hmm. Um fluctuating mood uh, sometimes i get quite angry um i'm not physically violent or anything like that no. um but you know it it does you can always tell when i'm mm-hmm. in a, in you know having yeah. a bad day yeah i uh, i am currently on antidepressants mm-hmm. for it uh, and they do help um but some of the things have changed in my life recently and some of them are good some of them are bad so it's constantly trying to, to kind of balance those things and maggie mm-hmm. And I suffer from anxiety. Um, it was something that I found very difficult to admit because I felt like it wasn't as severe as having a full-blown panic attack and it wasn't necessarily debilitating to the point of not being able to get out of bed like sometimes happens to Alex. So I suffered for a long time of like not expressing it as that thing i would just say i'm an overthinker but actually when i look into it a lot more i realize that it is anxiety and it is symptoms of anxiety so it was it's been a journey to say the least yeah the the i don't know there's a lot of stigma yeah about it um and it's it's kind of a half and half thing where some people are like you know it's you get one like, group of people who's like, okay, you're depressed. You should probably go talk to someone about it. You should see someone about it. And there's some people who are like, no, you're just having a bad day. You know, you'll move on. It's nothing mm-hmm. like depression. You'll you'll get past it. You'll wake up tomorrow and you'll be fine. Um, and there's the there's sort of third group of people who are like, oh, you know, you just have to get over it. You yeah. just have to, you know, toughen like up also, and get over it. I feel like because of recently there being quite a big focus on mental health. Yeah. 
and actually it's the it's really the wrong terminology because mental health should be the positive thing not the negative thing it should be your health but there's been a lot of focus on it and i feel like from that it has almost become kind of like geekdom in terms of you're not depressed enough you don't have yeah i know what that you mean much like anxiety there's, yeah there's, there's almost so, hierarchy of yeah you know how depressed you are are you depressed enough to warrant antidepressants and seeing a counselor mm. and, and all are that you kind depressed of stuff. And you, to be a day off or something yeah and you worry about that and that leads to anxiety which gives you anxiety over am i doing this to draw attention to myself should i talk to someone about this and you might end up talking to the wrong person about it and they'll just say oh you know it's you just have to man up type of thing and that's mm-hmm. always the worst advice that you can give mm-hmm. anybody who you think is suffering from any kind of um mental health issue the worst possible thing you can say to them is you'll get over it or you have to get over it or mm-hmm. you have to fake being happy because mm-hmm. that's the thing that annoys me the most about mental health awareness i think uh, people just saying like oh you know you just have to pretend to be happy to not bring down everyone else around you and mm-hmm. that's shit basically and i think it is also difficult because if you truly have a mental health issue you won't want to burden other people with it yeah yeah exactly so there's so much to say like you know if you if somebody does share with you look i've been suffering from depression if you do tell them well come on you're just having a bad day that's going to take away weeks of preparation for them to to have told you that like that's going to just negate everything that they're talking about and um this is the thing there's no definitive test no that you can take to say yes you're depressed no you're depressed yes you have anxiety you know there is nothing that they can do they they can't test for it you can't test yourself for it no one else can really tell you because no one else knows what you're thinking yeah. I mean, the way the doctors diagnosed me with depression was a, a questionnaire. Yeah. And that was it. Right. And you th- on one level, you're like, how ridiculous is it that such a serious mental health issue comes with such a basic um, prognosis? Mm. And then on the other hand, you think, well, what else could they do? Yeah. There's it's not like much to say, else. they can't exactly test your blood or scan your brain or anything like that to, to say, okay, you have this thing that says, yes, you definitely have depression. Yeah. There is something that brain activity could potentially indicate but obviously extreme cases though yeah it's you know and obviously we said we wouldn't want this to be a downer of an episode (laughs) but we're just doing this to spread awareness that's all i think i think it's important to either if you have people in your life who suffer with their mental health not being stable or if you yourself feel like maybe that is happening to you you need to read up on these things and find out everything you can about this because that's how you'll know. I think what helped me the most um, was just like when Alex started getting really bad with his depression, then when, when when it got to the point where we had to admit this is what it was yeah. and needed to be seen, I kind of like the internet is a beautiful thing in that if you start looking at something, it'll keep giving you more and more resources, especially yeah. on YouTube. If I've looked at one video that explains it, there'll be another few that explain it. And the same thing happened when I was, because I was reading about depression and anxiety for Alex, um, it just like kind of got to the point where it's the most bizarre thing, but I was basically reading this like comic 
that was about, you know, like, almost like thoughts of an anxious person. Yeah. And I read through that comic and I realized that it reflected everything that happened to me every single time a situation came up. Like the fact that, you know, you physically cannot stop thinking about a tiny little thing that you did during the day where you felt embarrassed. You cannot stop overthinking something until you have actually dealt with it or if it's something that you can't influence that it'll just be in your head all the time and it's things like that where you don't realize that that the the level at which it happens is actually not healthy yeah and when it invades your thoughts to the point where you can't actually think about anything else it's probably something to look into and i think there's so many ways that each of these like you know, mental health is like regarding your individual being. It's so difficult to be able to tell this is exactly the things that will happen to you if you have depression. This is exactly the progression of symptoms that you will have if you have anxiety. It's impossible for other people to tell how you're feeling, but it's also damn near impossible for you to tell yourself how you're feeling as well. Like half the mornings I wake up, I'm like, "Uh, how do I feel today? Mm. You know, Mm. is it a good day? Is it a bad day? I mean, like I say, lately... They're like 90% good days. Mm-hmm. Things have gotten a lot better. I've got a job that I really enjoy now and money's not an issue anymore and we're starting to plan for the future and things like that, which is really nice. Um, but something else has happened recently that's knocked me for a loop and I've got things and scenarios and memories that are constantly running in my head mm-hmm. that no matter when you mention them, they will always throw me off. Yeah, I could be having a perfectly quote-unquote normal day. Um and someone will mention something and then that'll be it. I'll be done for the rest yeah. of the day. Like my mood will just drop through the floor. Yeah. It'll be literally, I could be, you know, Alex could come through the door and I'll like, we'll greet each other in a normal way, be really happy. And then I'll say something. I don't even remember what used most of the time. And then suddenly Alex will just go completely quiet and not look at me in the eye. And that's when I know that something's going on. And, and it's not like Maggie's fault or anything. No, I don't, no, I don't, it's I'm nobody's not, fault. I'm not angry at her about no. it, you know, um, it just kind of knocks you. You know, you are so incredibly supportive about it when it comes to these kinds of things oh. because of your own issues, because yeah. you pour over research and things like that, which is, you know, good and bad. <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> it leads to your own anxiety, but it also gives you a greater understanding of everybody yeah. else who is suffering with these kinds of things. Yeah. So you know what's going on. You know how yeah. to handle me when I'm in yeah. my off moods. You know it's it's best to just kind of leave me to my own devices and cuddle me force me to cuddle basically and that always makes me feel better but actually to be fair i think it's important to also say that some days i will get frustrated oh yeah and i will get to the point where i'll be like and i'll just walk off and i'll leave alex alone even though i need no he i need to be with him but like you know don't feel guilty if there's somebody in your life who's suffering from this and once in a while you just have a day where you're just like i can't deal with this well this because is the that's thing okay that, this is the thing that people tend to um overlook as well is that you know the supporters need support yeah in their own kind of way yeah. um you know you give me endless support and then there are days where you're going to get overwhelmed as well yeah with knowing that all this stuff is going on with me yeah and that then reflects on your own anxiety where you're like, this is all going on with him. Do I have any right to say this is all going on with me? Do I want to stress him out? And then it feeds back into each other. So it just creates this infinite feedback loop, basically. Yeah. But um, I think... It's not like 
it doesn't affect like a marriage or anything no, like no. that. No, you no. Know? I think actually, to be fair, it's very fascinating to see that it seems like if one of us is having a really bad day, the other one will just immediately take over. They'll compensate. Like I'll, I'll, you know, I'll come in sometimes and I'll just like there's something will have happened where, like it could be as simple as I was at work and I said something. And I felt like somebody misinterpreted it. And I'll come home and I'll still be thinking about it. And I'll still be going through the things in my head. And I'll still be completely and utterly like, like just, just engrossed in that one thought. And I won't be able to stop thinking about it. And um, I'll just like lie on the sofa. I'll be like, "Um," and Alex will be like, do you want hot chocolate? Do you want something? Can I do anything? Like, do you want to just snuggle up in a blanket? And Which most of the time is yes. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I do love a blanket. Um, but then equally, you know, if Alex is having a really bad day, I'll just perk up. It's like, it's a weird thing where I feel like if we were both having a bad day, one of us will always perk up. It's yeah. usually you, to be fair, sweetie. I was just about to like, say it's usually you. <laughs> I guess yeah. I can't agree on that. <laughs> we can't um, agree on anything. <laughs> but I think that is, you know something that i think somebody called it like the (laughs) the mother or the father kind of override so it's the same thing like if somebody is scared of spiders if there's somebody in the room who's even more scared of spiders their fear will kind of dampen and they'll yeah yeah, they'll just kind of you'll take care of it because there's somebody else who's even more scared so it's the same with us it's like i'm having a bad day but you're having a worse day so let's (laughs) Like it just kind of takes over, like mother override goes in, and yeah, that's it, yeah. like done. Um, which is kind of why I struggled for so long to be like, is this really like that bad in my brain? Because really, I can, you know, sometimes I can just switch it off. But I think that's because something else, some other thought. Like it's not about the thought that I was thinking about. It's about okay, Alex isn't feeling well, and that's the thing that focuses my brain. And there's certain things that we found that can help with the situation one thing ironically and just so cliche but it is exercise i hate to say this but it truly is um which we haven't done as much of but the other things are for example um eating and Mm. keeping your sugar levels up because force yourself to eat get your blood sugar levels up yeah um because Unless you're diabetic, in which case, sorry. So, um, but you have to, you have to balanced. eat. You have to because that's one of the big things that will happen when you've got depression, anxiety. I think a little bit less so. No, but um, that's the thing. You you worry so much and you distract yourself so much that you don't eat. Yeah, and then yeah. you exhaust yourself, and then it it compounds. Yeah. Um. So eat, and the other thing to do is to, if possible, try to focus your brain on either a song or a book and try to completely shut out the world and try to get your brain to just focus on something that's not giving you a headache. Yeah. And I found that can help. And I think we've been trying to do that. We have a pact. If one of us is either hangry or grumpy or in a, you know, in a state that we need to force the other to eat. eat. Um, but it's still a learning curve. It will be forever. That's the it thing will be because forever. as we develop and learn how to deal with it, these conditions develop as well. Like yeah. we'll learn how to deal with one thing and then something else will crop up to kind of take over. There's no 
secure. And no. I don't say that in, in a helpless way. Mm. It's just, you know, this is something that we're going to have to deal with for the rest of our lives. Odds mm-hmm. are. Um, so the sooner you come to terms with it and the sooner you find ways to deal with it, mm-hmm. the better for everyone, yeah. for you and for everyone else around you. Um, because if you know certain things that will most of the time at least relieve some of that in your brain then that's what you need to focus on and you need to keep building on that like a lot of people find um weighted blankets really comforting Mm. and that's because it just gives you like this pressure that will kind of keep you like together almost yeah yeah i mean for me it's it's playing video games or uh lately also painting warhammer yeah that's the thing that distracts me and takes my mind off it and by the time i stop playing or i stop building and painting i think okay it's a bit better now Mm -hmm. and for you it could be something as simple as like doing your nails yeah which you quite enjoy yeah or um i'll just watch youtube yeah or if there's an issue in my brain that i can resolve by either putting it down writing it down and putting a plan together or if there's something that i can keep looking into until i resolve it that's what i'll usually do yeah painting my nails books really help um i find books to be the way to get to sleep if my brain is overactive with issues because i'll just like completely shut it out and read the book um this this just every person will tell you who's got any kind of mental health problem you have to just try things and figure it out for yourself and that's yeah, not easy there's no and that's cure. why there's no guidebook for no it. and that's why it helps to have somebody help you because that way when you're not thinking rationally they can be there to be like okay let's try this thing let's try yeah. this thing there's so much there's so many resources online to help you figure these things out there's so many ways that you can just look into it and figure that out so yeah absolutely i mean we we all statistically speaking we all know at least one person Oh yeah. Who is suffering from a mental health issue, whether you know that or not, mm-hmm. is a different story. It's down to the individual. I mean, there are certain things you can keep an eye out for, but mm-hmm. I'm not saying everyone has to go out and be like yeah. some kind of psychiatrist and, you know, yeah. figure out who's depressed, who's anxious, who's, you know, yeah. fiddly and, and I mean to be fair, if you're in the UK it's fifty percent yeah, suffering from either depression or anxiety. But this is the problem because you will get people who are hypochondriacs. Yes. You'll get people who fake it, but then you'll also get the people who suppress it and say, no, I'm not depressed. I'll get over it. Mm-hmm. I'll man up. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the scales do kind of balance out, but then, like I say, you've got to be aware that there are people who are, who can fake it for attention. Yes. Because like I say, the way I got diagnosed with the questionnaire, I could easily have faked that. Oh God, And yeah. just said, yes, I'm suicidal for, you know, absolutely every box that I ticked. Um, and like I say, there are some people who will say, no, I'm not depressed, you know, I'm mm-hmm. just tired or whatever, I'll get over it, I'm just having mm-hmm. a bad day. Which sometimes is true, sometimes mm-hmm. it's not. It's mm-hmm. it's an impossible situation mm-hmm. to find yourself in as the person who is suffering, as the, the person who is caring for the person who is yeah. suffering, whether one of you knows it, neither of you knows it, both of you knows it. Yeah. It's an impossibly complex mm-hmm. and in-depth scenario to find yourself in and it's Mm -hmm. tough for everyone involved Mm -hmm. and like i say that means if you're suffering from some kind of mental health issue if you are friends with live with in love with you know family too Mm. yeah 
related to, you know, it's you, there's no possible way to definitively. Yeah, there's there's it. no like I say, there's no rule book. No, there's no guideline. No. Every time that we've googled it, it comes up with different mm-hmm. recommendations, different solutions. Some do say exercise, diet. Some say read. Some say you know punch something Mm -hmm. like you know not people you know like a boxing class or something um and some others say get over it yeah force yourself to smile and you get over it which i think is the worst advice anyone could ever be given yeah because if you all you do when you force yourself to do is that you hide it yeah i've seen some great art you know describing it yeah there's one where you know you you wake up in the morning you're just this black dreary soul and uh, he opens his wardrobe and there's just like a, a suit mm-hmm. of a happy person. And you mm-hmm. put that on and you go to work and you live your life. You come home, you take that suit off, you're the same depressed, dark soul, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I say, I think that's the absolute worst way to interpret it. And that's the worst, probably the worst advice you could give someone yeah. in that situation. Yeah. And, you know, we know that the people who say those things don't mean them maliciously. They just... They don't, don't know, know what else to do. What else to do. And that's absolutely fine. Um, but I think in this day and age, chances are, like Alex said, you do know someone. So yeah. it is worth looking into it. Um, it is worth educating yourself just in case. Just if you are in the position where you can help someone, you are as well informed as you can possibly be. Yeah. Or if you need to help yourself. Um and actually, one thing that uh, I've got a, such a good segue really here. Do it. But one thing that has aimed to do this, and you will have seen it before, um, is the semicolon campaign. And it's a campaign where a lot of people either got art or got tattoos of a semicolon. And it was started by this lady who was battling a lot of bad crap in her life, like look it up if you want to it it's quite sad actually and she had a lot of suicidal attempts she unfortunately succeeded in one um but the the legacy lived on and i liked a youtuber called molly burke she's um blind but she has one of the semicolon tattoos and she described it in such a nice way the meaning of the tattoo to her which is that any mental health problem journey doesn't end with a full stop it it's a semicolon it's it's a string of sentences that are all related but can all stand on their own it's your experiences throughout it's nothing will ever stop it you will just keep evolving through it and you'll keep putting breaks in where your life has kind of taken over a hurdle and and gone further on and i really like that so i feel like that is such a nice way to get the awareness out there because it's something when people tattooed it onto them you know people see a semicolon they're like what does that mean and it's a really nice way to mm-hmm. open up that conversation about it and make it your own it is an excellent way to spread added. awareness of it what it's an excellent way to spread awareness yes. of it because like you say it leads into that conversation and then you could say oh you know it's a mental health awareness campaign if you don't want to explain it to somebody, you can always just say, I'd, you know, recommend you go home and research it. Or mm-hmm. if you do want to explain it to somebody and they seem genuine, genuinely attentive, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say one other thing that helps us when we're having a bad day is 
pet. <laughs> like we have a true. dog and two cats, and Kulth right now is lying on my lap, um, and he's very cuddly. He's got his tail wrapped around my arm, um, and it does help to have something just to stroke and scratch. It gives you unconditional and, and love. Hear that purr in your ear, and it, it, I mean, for both of us, it calms us down. Yeah, and um, they know. I mean, Bast is actually Koth is the snugglier one, but Bast is the one who, if you're in bed and you're not feeling well, he will be with you the entire yeah, time. He'll, he'll just be up. next to you, purring away. Like one time, I came home and I sat on the sofa. I didn't even. It was like at the moment when I sat down that I felt yeah. really sad all of a sudden, and he just ran straight across to me. And just lay down next to me and started purring. And I mean, animals do have a perception for these things. Yeah. They have an evolutionary need for it. Yeah. and um, But it's nice. You know, obviously, the dog, he's just always there with a smiley face. And, you know, it helps. Again, it, it triggers that instinct of there's this other being that needs me. Yeah, that I have That to will for. help you get through the worst of it sometimes. You know, that that there's that dog who will come up and sniff your face and you know that he needs a walk and that without you there, he wouldn't have that home. And it could, you know, be also detrimental because it could spiral you into what would happen, blah, blah, blah. But in the end, actually, it's just about having that extra soul there to be like, this is somebody who depends on me. Plus it forces you to do other things. Forces you to, it forces us to take the dog out for a walk. Stretch our legs, get some fresh air, and, yeah. you know, think about something else, even if it's just for five, ten minutes at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, relating to the whole semicolon thing, I think odds are we'll be looking at getting the tattoos at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, just small little things on a mm-hmm. wrist or something like that, you know, it, it means something to us and it means something to everyone else who is part of the campaign and mm-hmm. who has that tattoo or however else you choose to signify it. Mm-hmm. Um but I also got some other tattoos over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Woo. Woo. So the first tattoos I ever got. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, one is my surname in Arabic, which you know uh, means a lot to me personally, um, and for different reasons, more than just the it's my surname thing. It it goes deeper than that. Um, but the second one is uh, memento mori. Mm-hmm. which is a Latin phrase, which essentially just means remember death. Mm-hmm. And I never mean it in a really morbid kind of, well, we're all going to die, what's the point? Yeah. If anything, I mean it the opposite way, where every time I look at it, it's really life-affirming. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we're going to die one day. Why am I stressing about this tiny little thing? It means mm-hmm. nothing in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. And it genuinely helps me. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm getting stressed out about a stupid little thing at work, I just, you know, look at my arm because it's on my uh, inner forearm. So I, I look down and I just think, this doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, it helps put things in perspective. Yeah. And like I say, it's not in a really morbid way where it's like, mm-hmm. well, we're going to die. What's the point? It's just, we're going to die. The small things make no difference. Focus mm-hmm. on the larger parts of life. Mm-hmm. Focus on what these things lead to. Mm-hmm. Me having a job now will lead to us owning a house. Mm-hmm. having kids, maybe owning a little farm mm-hmm. and living our dream of just rescuing tons of animals. Um, we're going to call it Derp Farm because all the animals <laughs> are going to be idiots. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's a nice, healthy reminder, Yeah, basically. That is now, it's part of me forever. Yeah. Um, and I don't regret it. No. I, don't regret, I know you were quite reticent about it at first, but once you saw it... Mm. You you do quite like it mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. 
and you're better because it's part of me forever. <laughs> but um, if just you, like many other things. The actually the thing that inspired that tattoo in a way was um, a mm. song by a band called Lux Lisbon. Um, they're from this area, but if you are on the lookout for a band that will inspire you with their lyrics, then they're definitely the ones because they're the ones who wrote a song called Memento Mori. And basically what they say is, you know, I hear those two words and my body comes to life. Yeah, like, exactly. You say like, it's you're going to die one day, live your I life. I say it's beautiful that yeah. one day we're going to die. Like, it's, it's a part of life. It's something that you should look at with, okay, I need to sometimes take those risks now I need to now, sometime you know. yeah sometimes i just need to stop thinking about like just the tiny things like it's not it's not worth it it's not am i gonna be am i gonna be bothered by this in the year's time no not them and there's also um if you do struggle with a lot of the kind of you know overthinking things that are out of your control definitely look into the circle of influence yeah. That's sometimes really helpful because it just looks into, like, it's cheesy, but it just looks into the concept of, you know, look at this these circles in your life. Like, there's a circle of influence that you have. Is whatever you're worrying about something that you can personally influence in this second? No. Okay, put it out of your mind because it's going to happen. And unless you can do something about it, then then there's no reason to really have it in your head because until it comes to the point where you can personally influence that thing, it's not, it's, there's nothing you can do until that point. And yes, that's difficult to say with anxiety, but there are some things that you can use that for that maybe are not necessarily things that are truly, truly personal to you. They're just things that are on your mind because of something. Like, for example, if you do have that thing that I do sometimes, which is overthink a sentence I said, like we'll be out in a shopping center and there'll be a stranger. And like, for example, we're at the movies and he'll say, you know, enjoy your film. And I'll be like, thanks, you too. And then I'll think about that for hours on end. I just have to think about, is this something that I can really change right now? Is yeah. this something I can ever do to influence this situation that I created? No. Will I ever see that person again? Probably not. Okay. Like, it still will give me two days of thinking, but still, you yeah. know, at the end, you gotta you gotta keep trying those kinds of things. So yeah, yeah. Whew. So I don't know whether this was too deep or whether it was just lighthearted you know, I, enough. Like I say, it is Mental Health Awareness Week. It's Mental Health Awareness from the fourteenth to the twentieth uh, of May, um, and it is a global thing. Mm-hmm. It's not just a small. Um, you know, thing that's going on. It is a global mm-hmm. thing. Mental health does need more attention. Um, and the Mental Health Foundation has a spe- special focus this year on stress mm-hmm. um, because apparently the quote-unquote millennial, which I fucking hate that phrase, millennial generation has, you know, higher levels of stress than most <laughs> generations yeah. that came before. And again, that comes down to a number of factors. Mm-hmm. It's like there is a lot going on, but at the same time, we're more informed about it mm-hmm. than maybe people were, you know, one or two generations ago we have access to more resources and we have more platforms from which mm. to say hey i'm stressed mm-hmm. whereas you know like i say a couple of generations ago it was considered the weak thing to do mm-hmm. it was unmanly it was unladylike and that affects the statistics in the long run um but i mean this generation our generation mm-hmm. is fighting an awful lot um even mm-hmm. just in the uk you know um most people was well, it aren't going to buy their first house until their 30s 
Yeah, like 38 or something. Yeah, so 30 is nearly 40 you won't own. Statistically speaking, it's, you know, mm. very, very difficult to buy a house before that because unless you can live with your parents and you have a job and you save up. Or you have some sort of injection of cash. Yeah, you have a windfall or, or you know, someone in your family could pass away and leave you a bunch of money, which has happened to a lot of our friends, which, you know, I'm not... <laughs> not saying that's about how dare Don't your die. how dare your grandmother die and leave you that much money, but um, unless you get lucky, it is difficult to buy a house. And there's a lot of political upheaval, like I say, just in the UK now. Across mm. the world, there is so much happening, um, and like I say, that comes down to we now have access to more of that information, things yeah. like that. That it's easy to get stressed out. I could be having a good day, and I think about one thing just completely off the top of my head, mm-hmm. and just reminds me how much turmoil the world is in at the minute and that that, that spirals me for the rest of yeah. the day just hearing the word trump yeah exactly the, the spiral. something brexit i'm done yeah like, yeah you know. um but so, anyway so i mean to be fair actually statistically um there have been less terrorist attacks in the past few years than there were in the 10 years before that but um I think it's because of that, exactly, because everybody knows about everything. You're able to feel like the world's issues are your issues because they're so available to you. You you do feel the weight on your shoulders because you you go home after a long day of work, you think, oh, check Facebook to unwind and what's all over Facebook, you know, people sharing these news articles and friends and family arguing to the death about who was right and who was wrong and... Um, it's Laurel, by the way. It's Yanni. It's it's Laurel. Um, people, you know, breaking up families, breaking up long-term friendships, breaking up all kinds of relationships, and it's all over your social media, and it's everywhere you look. It mm-hmm. seems to be no, unless you want to shut yourself off from technology completely, there seems to be no escape from it. No. So I understand why people are more stressed out. It's because I think so. I think people you just, don't shut up. Yeah, and also you're just you're able. You have that ability to take things a lot more to heart, and you're yeah. able to, like, even things like you know, a YouTuber's life. While YouTube can be absolutely fantastic to help with understanding mental health problems, and also finding ways to you know, and finding people who have the same problems as you, it also means that when they have a bad day, and you watch them. It's fantastic because you know what's happening, but yeah. at the same time, after that, it will affect you. Like, you know, if a YouTuber is getting lower views and crying on camera, you will feel it because you feel very close to them. Because in this age, we're able to have close, close friendships with people we've never met before yeah. and feel like what they're going through is what, like, the most important thing in the world. And it is because it's important to you. And I think there's also something to be said for do not ever ever feel like your problems are not big enough yeah don't ever feel like that because one i the, you know like it's yeah. like one of the things we hate the most is when people say oh yeah you know you're having a bad day but there's children starving around the world and stuff. Oh, yeah, it's like, like first world I, problems i understand that's a global issue but it means nothing to an individual who is having a bad day yeah for whatever reason you yeah. have no idea what this person's personal circumstances are no one has any right no, no. one has any right to say these people's problems are worse than yours. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, they might be. I'm not yeah. starving. I no. have a house. I have a job. Well, you know, I live yeah. in sheltered accommodation. Yeah. You know, my house has a roof on it. I've got yeah. a job. I can eat. Um, but I have my own problems. Yeah. And they mean a lot to me because they affect my life. And also with these kinds of problems, the thing that happens to a lot of people is that 
a lot of the big things you hold to yourself and then it's something tiny something completely insignificant that sends you into a full-on spiral yeah like your pencil breaks yes and that's it you just you break down crying. in tears and everyone's like what is going on it was yeah. just a pencil and and what they're not understanding is that everything behind that which is that there's been so many things going on in your life that you haven't let out yeah and that one thing is something that is very real to you in that moment. And it's something that you can quantify. Yeah. It's a, it's like, you know, losing something, you know, dropping a pound, whatever it is. It's something that's very real and present and you can focus your brain on it. And that's why your brain just goes berserk over that because it's an embodiment of everything else that's going on in your brain. So please don't ever, ever feel like that. Don't ever feel like talking to your friends about this is wasting their time don't ever feel like you know the fact that you want to not go out yeah. partying on an evening is being selfish you need your time you the need fact that to you, take you know, care of yourself your version of fun isn't going out and getting drunk and doing it. your version of fun is staying home because you have social anxiety and you don't want to deal with all yeah. of the people in the crowds and the the social pressure and things like that we both feel that yeah we both prefer to have our friends in our house yeah playing a board game eating food playing video games watching tv whatever but mm-hmm. we prefer to do it in the comfort of our own home as opposed yeah. to fair enough every now and again very wow. very rarely we want to you know meet up with our friends at, quote unquote outside you know mm. but for the most part we feel more comfortable doing it at home and that's mm-hmm. okay. Like yeah. it's okay to feel the way you do. Like don't don't ever let anyone make you feel bad about no. feeling the way you do. And you know, if you're on the reverse side of that coin, don't ever make anyone feel bad about. Like I say, the whole I'm having a bad day. Yeah, but there are people starving around the world. That's just making the person feel more guilty. Yeah, more anxious, yeah. more anxious, more crappy because now yeah. they're thinking, oh well, my problems are nothing compared to these people's problems. Yeah. And that's not the right way to do no. it. I understand the world is suffering, but like I say, in that moment, like Maggie said, your problems are very real to you, yeah. very personal to you. They're yeah. affecting your life. Mm-hmm. And as sad as it is, you know, people starving around the world doesn't affect your life in any no. impactful way. And not at the minute, anyway, yeah. Not right now, exactly. Um, which, again, I'm not, you know, speaking ill of third world countries or anything like that. I'm just saying to the individual your problems are the entire world Mm -hmm. because you have to deal with them on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And it's not fair for someone to come along and say, well, this person's worse off than you. That's just not a fair thing to say. Sometimes it does help put things in perspective, but not if you're just using it to make someone feel guilty about feeling bad, how they feel in an uncontrollable way. Yeah. So that was a lot, but we just needed to get that out there. And we we um, always do. Get in touch with us. Um, we're here to listen if you need to. And we understand. We we are happy to answer any questions. We're happy to even hear any other coping methods. We're happy to hear from you if you don't agree with us. Um, let us know. Get in touch on Twitter, on Instagram, and yeah, and comment section on our podcast website talk to each other about it it's okay to talk it's okay to be sad yes and it's okay to talk to people about it Mm -hmm. especially people people. who are going through the same thing as you yeah there's no one who understands it better yeah we are and also we sound really yeah chirpy and cheerful all the time but 
that doesn't reflect what's going on, you know, no. inside your own head. And I think, to be fair, you know, I don't think we've ever tried to necessarily put on too much of a face, and we're, you know, we're, we're quite honest with our emotions, yeah. but a lot of people aren't. Yeah, exactly. So, and also, don't feel guilty for cutting out people in your life that make you feel bad. Yeah. Because in at the end of the day, it's not worth your anxiety to uh-uh. keep people around who make you feel bad. And so. it's hard to do, it's hard to admit, it's hard mm-hmm. to think about, but it does make you feel better, mm-hmm. you know? If mm-hmm. you have this thing in your life that's making you feel bad, and it has no right to be a part of your life anymore, then it doesn't get to be part of your no. life anymore. Mm-hmm. That goes for pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. If it's causing you issues, get rid of it. It's as mm-hmm. simple as. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, right. like Maggie said, find us on twitter and instagram mm-hmm. or the comment section of the website um tell us how you're feeling um if you know someone you know who you're supporting if you're the person that needs supporting if mm-hmm. you know like maggie said if you have any coping mechanisms you want to talk to us about and help us spread the word a bit um if you want to argue with us feel mm-hmm. free we will crush you um no but we'd like to i know yeah hear... i'd like to, we'd like to hear all sides of the mm-hmm. of the conversation um yeah you know in this sense, sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. <laughs> means more than <laughs> yeah. just the thing that we usually say it for. Yes. You know? So, Maggie, would you rather do the rough or the, the good news? I have a feeling you'd rather do the good news. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, so I'll take the random useless fact. Um, so the random useless fact, and if you're listening to this and you're a bit down, odds are this is going to cheer you up. <sighs> and you'll never forget this factoid. <laughs> so... A bull, yeah, a bull. So, you know, <laughs> horns, massive beast, um, can inseminate. That's right. <laughs> inseminate, which oh. is a polite way of saying knock up. <laughs> 300 cows from one ejaculation. <laughs> a bull ejaculates one time and that ejaculate in all of its gooey glory can be used to impregnate 300 cows and quite frankly that's all you need to know that's one random useless fact for the rest of your life one bull one jerk session into one oh, big old bucket. No! That's enough for no! 300 lucky no! ladies. <laughs> Maggie, do you uh, happen to have any good news for us? No, no. No, I... Other than the fact that your mind's just been blown. Oh, Jesus, really? Like the bull's penis. <sighs> I'm never going to hear the end of this random useless nope. fact. Three <laughs> cows so <laughs> yes darling you having trouble concentrating <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> we don't really have any special good news <laughs> stop indicating 300 cows to me um, we just wanted to say <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> no we didn't want to say that um, we wanted to say it is Mental Health Awareness Week. Spread some love. If you, if there is somebody in your life who 
you feel like needs it, then please let them know that you are there. And if you need somebody in your life and there's somebody who shows you any kind of kindness, then give it back. Pay it forward, let's say. Nice. If you you have been given a kindness, give it away as well in the future when you can. So, if you would like to support us in any kind of small way, then feel free to send us a coffee. So go to the coffee link either on our website or go to the coffee website and find us. If you have PayPal, you can just send us a cup of coffee. Um, it feels wrong to have said that straight after being really <laughs> profound, but that's just how podcasting that's is. That's our outro. That's just our outro. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we hope you enjoyed this. Please talk to us. Please feel free to message us because we want to help. And Alex? Yes? Sherry's caring! <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, and like we say, on this occasion, we mean that in more than one way. <laughs> yes. So, thank you very much for listening, everyone. I've been Maggie. I've been Alex. And this was Socially Coarse. Bye-bye. <laughs>